Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, we don't really like talking about cars as investments, do we? 100% we don't, but... I'm but everyone does. Everyone, everyone talks does. about they buy a car, oh, that's going to oh, make money. You know what money. it's worth now? You know you what know, it's worth now? I, I bought it back 20 years ago and it's... And, you know, but they don't talk about how much they've spent on it, but that's a topic yeah, for another. Correct. So with investments, and we don't normally like talking about the value of cars but any even in the short period that we've been doing this podcast some of the cars have gone up the values have gone up i mean look at our own cars that's right they've gone up and that's you know that's why i agree we don't talk about oh you know the investment uh, rise and we don't buy them for never exactly right we never bought i never bought my car for that but every time i say oh what do you got i've got a 360 modern red manual red manual that's gone up you know what it's worth now what did you pay for it? And that, oh, that's worth it. I said, oh, God. yeah, it is. But I didn't do it for that reason. But you're right. Everyone looks at that. And so there are certain cars to look at, to invest in, if you want to invest in these vehicles. Sure. Uh, it's, it's much more like, you know, we've always said it. We should have bought a Mura 15 years ago. We should have bought a Daytona 15 years ago, a Dino, right? But We'd then there's money. the next run of cars that are sort of affordable. Correct. That will go up. So you there's know, definitely... But one thing we don't talk about when, you know, and you don't hear investors really talking about that, is how much they've, how much it's cost them to maintain it. No, correct. And you so, need to you need to factor that in. For sure. As an investment. But Even just insurance and uh, registration, forgetting about maintenance. Yep. So, you know, people talk about, you know, that, that's, you know, it's gone up 30 grand or whatever it's on, but they don't talk about. Look, I think there's a couple of reasons it's been pushed up also, you know. The that it's a bit of a sign of the times. The rarer these cars are, the obviously more value they're going. And it's harder to find good examples of certain cars. So if you have got a good one up there, people do want them in their collection and they'll pay for them. That's right, because right. they can see the what's happened to previously That's the right. cars that they've got. And, you know, we've always said it. People look at cars that have been maintained, looked after. It adds to the value. So keep, you know, you've got these classics in your collection, keep maintaining them, you actually get more money for them. So, you know, how long has it, how, what has it cost to keep the car? It actually nullifies itself if you were to sell the car. Because a you, good one will always sell You'll better. get that money back, exactly right. Yeah. So, but and, yeah. And the other thing is making them or keeping them original. That's, that's a big People plus. want original, good condition, maintained, well-maintained, well-documented cars. Yeah, because we've talked about it before that a good original is worth more than a fully restored one. 100%. You know, with original books, original papers, everything all that original, stuff, right? Yeah. So, you know, we've got some the, the young people that are coming through now that they'll look at these some yep. of these cars and think, "Well, hang on, I wouldn't mind that. I like it anyway, and it probably is going to be an investment." And one, let's go. Okay. So, what do you think? So, one of them that I thought of was the uh, which surprised me and it may be tipping you know the, the scale might be coming down a bit is how much the testosterone has gone up yeah so but that might be you might be a little bit late on that because that went up a fair bit in the last year or so it did go up and uh, now i'm thinking you know it's sort of some of the ferraris are dropping a little bit and a lot of those were left-hand drive Yes, because that's the other thing in terms of the Australian market. Yep. I won't say they flooded in, but 
because of the 25-year rule that you can bring him in without changing him to right-hand drive. Uh, so there's a lot of left-hand drive ones on the market now here. Yeah, so that's a little bit maybe up there. But for someone coming into the market, and they, I mean, you say the testosterone, even the SL Mercedes, Mick. Oh, you've yeah. always liked those. From 1980 to 2001, a good condition Mercedes, yeah, is sought after. People want Mercedes Benz. And the good thing about the SL, that is a a great car, as in a cruise car, open top, you know. True example of a sports car. Yeah, and and it's been around for so long and people can't tell. When I say people can't tell, unless you're in that particular – you don't know the difference between a 1980 and a 1985. Correct. Yeah, you know, that's right. And same, that's similar with the Porsche, the 911. Porsche industry. 911, you just took the words out of my mouth. Porsche 911, exactly the same thing, yeah. right? And, you know, we're talking, you know, back to 19, I don't know, 60, 60s to yeah. 2000, and again, 2020s, you know, the Porsche 911, you don't, you'll find some in there. So I, I told you I met someone on the weekend who uh, had just bought a 911 from 1977. So he bought it recently? He bought it really last week. So on the last you week. didn't talk about dollars. I didn't ask. I didn't yeah, ask. We don't do that. Yeah, but, yeah. it's rude to ask. But you know, it wasn't ridiculous. He said, and in great condition. So, and he not, he said, you know, and I, the value of this car is going to go up. So he actually did buy it. Number one to enjoy it, but number two, he knows he's not going to lose money on it. Yeah, has he got other cars? Yeah, he's got a Alpha seventeen fifty. Okay, you yeah, mentioned, yeah. So, so that's another he, one. But anyway, you know, the Toyota MR two. That's an interesting one because I think a lot of the younger ones will like that one. Yeah. So that's a mid-engine, a rear mid-engine Toyota. So that's the equivalent to the X19, to the MGF. Uh, Toyotas yeah. are reliable. Reli- no problem. People yeah. always know they get their money back, very worst case scenario. They're not going to lose too much on it. And at the price they are now, they're going up. Yeah. So and, it's a good investment. And really, they, that's a, a size uh, – the car of that size, you know, you could throw that around the, yeah. the bends. I mean, I reckon they're a little fantastic. Good, the car. other one that came out with that was the Nissan – I can't remember the name of it, but that was a mid-engine because they went through a phase where the Japanese were coming out with the mid-engine cars as well. Okay, yeah. Rear mid-engine. How about – now, you nearly bought one. I nearly but bought one. The Alfa, the Alfa Romeo Spider. Oh, the Spider for sure. Spider for sure. I like the Duetto. Yeah. And even the next series. So we're talking what years? We're talking uh, 60, 60 to 70. No, to the 80s. 82, yeah. I think. Yeah. 66 to 82. Yeah. I don't really like the later ones that came out with the colour-coded bumper bars yeah, yeah. and, you know, the 90s. But, yeah, look, I think that is a classic shape. And they don't, they're not as expensive as the Bertone hardtop. Yeah. For whatever reason. I think maybe because of the hardtop, there's uh, – because they used to use that for racing a fair bit, whereas the Spiders, uh, you know, they didn't really use them for racing. So I think that's – well, I – that's one that I do like. They're Italian dream car, mate. Yeah, you know, I on. do like. And inside, inside, you don't know whether you're in the Spider or the Bertone Coupe. Yeah. Because it's – you know, it's exactly the same, you know. So definitely when you see one cruising past – you, oh, it's it, beautiful. It turns heads. Even on, you know, there's a lot in the movies and yep. that. But, uh, yeah, the first series or the second series for me, yep. um, I don't like the later models. No, fair enough. Um, and look, we mentioned the Porsche 911, but there's another Porsche also which is going up here, and I've been watching it because I liked it, the 924. Well, the 924 or the 944? 924. Okay, so the 924, that's the one they talked about. It was going to be badged as an Audi. 
Okay. Because that's a four-cylinder, the 924. Yep. And uh, that was a that was a cheapie back then. See, so I, you, that's why you're picking them up at good money. So, yeah, compared to the 944 that's probably has been going up, yep. maybe the 924 is one that uh, you still got a Porsche. That's 100%. It's still, it's still a Porsche. Front engine, front engine Porsche. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's an interesting that's one. That's one to invest in. What about um, Jags? The E-Type's out of the question. So yeah. the E-Types have gone up. But the XJS. The XJS, yeah. You That's know, they had them in a 6 and a 12. And they were pretty good, the XJS. I don't know. They were they look a bit bulky in that. I'm not sure I really like them a lot. But they reckon they weren't a bad car I think, if you if you got them sorted. Yeah, I think you're right. That The, the Jaguar, I love that car. I love the XJS. I've always loved the shape of Jags. And the E-Type is now just too expensive. That's right. So, what is the next Jaguar? Well, that's the from one that mark, and it's that car. I think that's the one, and you can uh, you can buy it in a convertible or a hardtop, and it, it hardtop for me. They built it for a lot of years, and we're talking. Uh, I think what is it, seventy five to ninety six or something? It was a. It's a long. It's a run. lot of years. I mean, so it, you know, a lot of these cars that we're talking about must probably have would have high kilometres because they were actually cars that were they were driven driven every day yeah. right you could drive these cars every day so hence what we say is that for a collector or someone wants to get one of these cars they are looking for a well maintained well documented car with yeah lower case but most of these will have yeah you know, 150 200,000 k's on them but i don't think that matters they get it at the right price yeah. you enjoy the car for what it is all right, and you maintain it, make sure you don't sort of, you know, change too much, you don't lower it, you don't change engines, you know, just yep. keep it keep it stock, uh, original, and enjoy it. And later on in 10 years, five years or whatever, they've probably gone up a bit. Yeah. And there'll be a next run of cars after that. There's one car and it's, you know, it's always been around and it's been affordable and I looked at it and it's a car that my grandpa wanted me to buy and that's a Triumph Stag. Oh, I always like them, and I wish I had bought one. But um, they are still collector; they're, they're collectible, and the prices are going up. Right? That would have been a great investment. Yeah the the stag that was with the eight cylinder, yes, the V eight stag. Yeah, okay, because it was the one after that that the uh, TR seven was a bit that wedgie shape. The one from that, James Bond. Yeah. Right. I, I, I like the stag. The stag's a nice colour. That I'd have in a convertible. And you know what? I didn't realise. Yeah, convertible would be awesome. Or is it only convertible, the stag? No, I think they've got the hard top. Oh, oh, they've got the hard top, but it's a convertible, though, I think. Well, it can't be a convertible, but it's a hard top, but it's a convertible, no, I think. No, It's convertible. Yeah, but you can have convertible hard tops, mate. Yeah, <laughs> that's called a convertible. Yeah, that's what I mean. But it's yeah, but you can still look like a hard top. Okay, that's all right. But yes. it's convertible. It is a convertible. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. It is a convertible. Right. Yeah. Um, so then, I, what I didn't know that there was only like less than twenty six thousand of them made. So in in the era of production, nineteen seven years, nineteen seventy to seventy seven. That's not a real lot. Twenty six thousand. Hence, they're so rare, very scarce, and so that's why they're going up in value. Right, so a lot of these cars with low, low uh, units produced. You know, that's why the Dino Mick, for example, you look at it. How many right-hand drives were made? Certain colours and combinations. And when you think, oh, there's thirty-five of them in that colour. It's not many. Thirty-five yeah. for the world. You and, know, and some of them won't be around now. Correct. Correct. Yeah, so and so these things, are, you know, pushing prices up is the reason because they are so rare. That's why the prices keep going up. 
Of course. And so, you know. It's demand and supply. It's always been demand and supply. And we've always said, you know, classic cars, when you get into it, make sure, do your research, shop around, there'll be one out there, good condition. This is the reason. You know, there are, they are out there. You just need to be patient to find it. But they do exist. Yeah, they certainly do. And uh, and it would be good to get into one yep. that you think may add value in the future yep. and you enjoy it now. BMWs? Um, BMW, which ones? Uh, maybe the… E24? The which six one's series? the E24? The 6 Series. The e- 6 Series. So from 1978 to 89. Oh, far out. Okay. Right. So Pe- they're actually reasonably priced at the moment. 100%. But that's a big car, though. Big-ish. Yeah, big-ish yeah, car. That doesn't matter. It's These are the ones, if you're going to buy an investment car. Now, there's a lot of people that want that, you know, German technology and BMW, Mercedes-Benz, they're safe bets. Yeah, and not right? only that. Reliability. I mean, if you, want, if you want a different type of car, because we always normally talk about the sports cars, yep. but if you're talking about a performance sedan... Perfect. You know, whether... I mean, the 6 Series come in two and four-door, that wouldn't be a bad car. Yeah. And uh, the one that I always think about uh, that I think it's good time to get is the one that you don't like, the <laughs> Volvo P1800. Yeah. You know, th- that, <laughs> that again, that was the Saint. Was uh, that the Saint? Or? Why, why is that going up, though? Why do people want that? You know, it, it was, yeah, it was in, in the Saint, in Roger Moore with, you know, the movie The Saint. I, I've never liked that guy. Well, I'm not sure, and there's not a lot to them, and it's an, it's an 1800, so it's not as if it's a performance vehicle. But so, do you reckon that some of these cars, because they were in movies and iconic, definitely. I mean, I watched that one with the Lotus, that James Bond movie with the Lotus that yeah, went the, into the water and things like that. The Elise, or was it? An no, Elise? that's the Esprit. The Esprit, sorry. My, and I was like, this car is cool. It is. Right? It, it was is a really, really design. Cool, right? Really, really cool when he drives out of the water onto the beach. And I was just looking and I think I see why they're so popular now because these movies have made them cult status cars that you want to own. Right? So Lotus would have the details on how many sold because of the Yeah, movie. that's right. That's right. And how much they paid to get the car in the movie. I don't know how that and works how many either. Well, it's like the Dukes of Hazard. how we spoke about. They, every every episode, they'd smash a car. Yes. <laughs> or, or one or two. Yeah. Unbelievable. What others, Ori? There's, um, Ford Escort. The early ones. And the ones? Ford Capri. The early ones. Yes. Yeah, some of the ones, yeah, you've got to look at which models because some of them are already very highly priced. So those Escorts, were they, they're the little rally ones, correct? The RS2000s? Yeah, the rally ones, the RS2000. Yeah, yeah. They had the one before that, which was the Mexico, but they, they're very expensive now. You so know, 1970, we're talking 1971, 73. Early, early days, early days. But, you know, with all these cars, I think, again, when you buy a car, you've got to look at what you're buying it for. If you are really buying it for investment purposes, then I think you've got to do a bit more research and listen to Mick and Ori, than listening to Mick and Ori's classic cars. No, but uh, well, because what we're trying to say is you don't have to look at Ferrari, Lamborghini, Porsche, McLaren. There are classic cars out there in all manufacturers that people will want. It's like it's like the Citroen, the two CV, two CV. Yeah, that's or a collector's car, right? Or, yeah. They're a collector's car. But they built thousands and thousands right. of them. But you've got to find a good one and things like that. There'll be them and there's a market for it. So if you buy any car you buy as a collector, you maintain it, get it to what you want, try and keep it as original as possible, it's going to be a good investment for yeah. you. right? It, and if, and if it you does do, sound that way. You know, 
So what I'm saying, everyone goes, oh, you need to buy a Ferrari to make money or uh, a Porsche or a Lambo or what? Not not necessarily true. Not really. And even in that range, as we've all seen, some of the models will not pick up that well. No, exactly For example, right. okay, let's take the Ferrari. You mentioned Ferrari. What about the Mondial? Exactly Is that right. a good one to buy now that will increase? Well, you know, it's, it's one of those cars that is a reasonably priced now if you want to get into the world of Ferrari and say, I own a Ferrari or drive a Ferrari and it's actually user-friendly, you can put your kids in the back or, you know, put four people, you'd buy a Mondial. And the later models actually were very, very good That's in right. terms of performance and, you know, you know, the build quality. That's the ones that came out with, like the one we had Darren's on the show. That's right. So you think to yourself, oh, is it worth money? Is it going to go up in value? Well, you're not buying for that. You say, you know, I own a Ferrari. I'm it's, enjoying it. I enjoy it. I drive it. It's reliable. It doesn't cost much to maintain. Things can be fixed quite easily. Why not? That, that takes, that's got to be worth something also. It, well, if you ask me, that's all I think about. Right. Is the enjoyment you're going to get out of it. And, you know, when you're looking at the steering wheels, you see the prouncing horse on the, exactly on right. the horn button. Be, it might be the prouncing horse you're looking at, the bull you're looking for, whatever, whatever it is, whatever at. brand you're looking at. You know, there's value to be had if you get the right one. Yeah. But I, I'm, I've got to finish off with saying if, you, if you're looking at solely as investment, then you've got to do a different batch no, of research. 100%. You know, yeah, because yeah. you're not going to just buy a car and think that in two years' time, you know, you're going to get 20% extra no, or more. Exactly right. And, you know, you look at that and you say – you buy a low kilometre car that's been maintained, looked after, whatever it may be, never been driven almost, like Garage Queen, and you buy it for a mere investment, you put that in your shedding, well, it's different. That's your investment and you're not actually enjoying it driving it though. Or maybe you're just enjoying having it. Investing or appreciation of these cars also, the appreciation in dollar value and also enjoyability would be the fact that a great maintained vehicle that's got, provenance and you can drive and enjoy also and share with like-minded individuals and mate that's ticking all the boxes that's a great investment i agree investment in your time in your enjoyment and in the you know hopefully financially if one day you want to sell it but so but you don't want to sell anything yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I think I do. I don't. I don't know. I'm not anyway, confused. we'll worry about it next time. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. You can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com. Of course, our Instagram and our YouTube video. But we're going to leave it there. So remember, if your car's not a classic. It will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.